Welcome to the Property Magic Podcast. My name is Simon Zucci, and in this podcast, I'm going to deep dive into the property investing strategies and investor mindset for my book, Property Magic. I will also share real estate investing hints, tips, and tricks, which I normally only share on my Property Mastermind Mentorship. Hello and welcome to episode number 156 of the Property Magic Podcast, in which I'm going to share with you how you can use pension money to build your property portfolio. Now, a lot of people don't really think about pension money, and often it's a hidden asset, which you can absolutely tap into and use when you know how. Now, just to be clear, this is not meant to be financial advice. This podcast is for educational purposes only. I just want to raise your awareness as to what's possible. And you should always seek professional advice, but this will make you aware of some of the questions that you might want to ask those professional advisors. Now, in podcast episode number 154, I talked about why you should have a company for your property investing. And one of the benefits of having a company is being able to set up a SaaS pension. So what is a SaaS pension? A SaaS pension stands for a small self administered scheme. What this means is that you actually get to control what happens to your pension, which means you can avoid expensive annual fees that you might otherwise be paying on your pension. And hopefully you can get a better return on the money in your pension than it would otherwise if you left it where it is. For example, I had a final salary pension at Cadbury's. Now I wasn't at Cadbury's for very long. I was only at five and a half years. It wasn't a huge pension, but I was pretty sure that I could probably get a better return of that money than Cadbury Schweppes could. And I was able to convert my Cadbury's pension into a SaaS attached to my business. And I've been able to do very, very well with that fund. I've also been able to add money to that fund by taking some of the profits from my business, putting them into my pension as a contribution. And that is actually a tax-free contribution. So in other words, I reduce the amount of tax I pay in my company by doing that. And I'll go into a bit more detail around this, but this can be incredibly powerful for you. And I really think this is worth looking into because you might well be able to set something up for yourself. And then you can also use this money for your property investing. Now, there are some restrictions. You're not supposed to use your pension money for residential property, but you can absolutely use it for commercial property and also you can use it for development. So what that means is you might be able to develop a property. It could be a commercial property or you're converting it into a property which you're going to keep. You then refinance it to pay back your pension and put it onto a long-term mortgage and then you can use the money in your pension to go again. So it's a great way of recycling your pension money to build up your pension pot and using your pension money to help build your property portfolio. If you do have a non-property business, a a business that needs a premises, what you can actually do is you can buy the the uh, place where you operate the business from in your SaaS. So your pension buys your company property and then your company rents that from your pension, which means all of the rent that you pay to your pension is tax-free income that is building up your pension pot. So if you have 
your own business and you have a premises, again, another reason for looking at a SaaS is being able to buy your premise in your SaaS and then rent back from your pension. And after all, you are going to be the customer of that property. You know you're a good, reliable property uh, tenant. And also you might subdivide that property to get some extra streams of income coming in from other businesses that also pay your pension their rental income. So definitely you should look at that. But let's consider a little bit about um, just setting up a SaaS within a company. Now, a lot of people think that they can't access their pension until they're over 55 when they can take 25% of their pension out. However, you can actually use the money in your pension before the age of 55, as long as you follow the strict guidelines about how that is used. And so you can either Put a SaaS together, a small self-administered scheme, and you can actually lend money back to yourself. It's called a loan back, and it can be up to 50% of your pension fund. And you do need to provide some security on that money, but that's a great way to fund your own deals. Or you can lend money to other people, and you can lend them however much you want, and obviously get a great return on that money. Now, obviously, you need to be very careful when lending to other people. You need to make sure that, the first of all, they know what they're doing. Secondly, you need to make sure they've got a good project, and they have an exit strategy to get that money back to you. Things often take longer in property than expected, so just make sure you take all of that into account. And obviously, only work with people you know, trust, and you you believe are who are going to be paying you back. You have a duty of care as the trustee of your pension to make sure that that money is returned to your pension. Now, if you want to set up a SaaS, you need to get professional advice to do that. And what you can do is you, if you have other pensions, maybe from other employers over the years or private pensions, they can be all pooled together to be put into a new SaaS fund. Um, there are fees. It might be a thousand or two, a couple of thousand to actually get a SaaS set up um, and then a small ongoing fee. But generally, it's a lot less than fees you'd pay on other types of pensions. And really, to justify the fees, you probably need £50,000 or more as a pot to make it worthwhile doing. Now, if you don't have enough yourself, the great thing about a SaaS, you can have other people who are also members of that SaaS. So you might have a relationship partner. You might have brothers or sisters or family members who you trust, you like, you want to work with them. They All their pensions can be pulled and put into this SaaS. If you have already set up a SIP, which is a, a another type of private pension that you can use to invest in stocks and shares, you can take money from SIPs and convert those into SASs as well. And then once you have a business, you can typically contribute up to about £40,000 a year from your profit into your SAS. There's no tax pay, so you reduce the amount of corporation tax. And once you first set up the SAS, you can actually update that back. So when I set my SAS up, I think I put three years worth of contributions in, so £120,000 from profits in my business. Um, occasionally, you can put larger sums in. But again, you speak to an expert about how you can do that. And then typically, it's just over a million pounds is the, the, the value you can build your funds to. But if you have a partner, uh, a relationship partner who's also in your SaaS, they can also have a million pounds as well. Now, the great thing about a SaaS is many pensions, if you die, uh, your partner might get a reduced amount, your kids might get a reduced amount. But a SaaS lives on beyond you. So instead of that money disappearing, you can pass that SaaS on to anyone you want. And I think in terms of legacy planning, that's a very smart thing to do.
Now, to lend your money out to people, obviously they need to know what you're doing. If you're borrowing money from a SaaS, um, if you're buying as an individual, uh, and I don't want to get too complex here, but uh, you need to make sure you are uh, qualified to, to use that money. You need to be what's called a GDCV, Generally Diversified Commercial Vehicle. What that means in essence is in your portfolio, you've got more than three properties with no more than 40% of the value in any one property. And you can borrow up to 10% of the value of your portfolio. So if you've got a two million pound portfolio, you could borrow up to 200,000 pounds from someone's pension fund. And then you agree what interest you want to pay them. Um, now, often when people got a pension fund, they want to leave their money in a place that's secure uh, for a period of years. So you might have someone who might be happy to leave money in there for three or even up to five years time. So the question is, who do you know who's got a big pension? Maybe you can access some of their money for your property investing. And if you have collected pensions, you might want to think about pulling your other pensions together and setting up a SAS. And there are some restrictions. Unfortunately, if you have a government pension, so in your civil service, if your NHS pension, etc., um, you can't transfer from those into a SAS because often there is no big pot of cash. They pay you out of all the national insurance contributions that people make. So there are some restrictions. And again, you need to make sure you do it correctly. If you use your SAS in an incorrect way, uh, there are very high tax penalties. So you do need to understand that this is right for you. And especially if you're transferring a final pension salary, which are often seen as very good pensions, you probably need to get advice from an independent financial advisor who can help you. But just make sure they understand about SASs because SAS is a very specialist subject. And even though they're financial advisor, they still may not know about SASs. Um, so if you want to learn more about this, I've actually done an interview with Kevin Whelan, who's the person who helped me move my SAS from Cadbury's. And you can go to this website and register for that training. Uh, it's me and Kevin talking about all the different ways you can use it and how you can set it up. So it's www.pensioninproperty.co.uk. That's www.pensioninproperty.co.uk. There should be a link in the show notes as well. Come and register that training. I think you'll find it really valuable and it will answer lots of the questions that you have about how you can use pension money with your property investing. So until next time, remember to always invest with knowledge, invest with skill. Thanks for listening to the Property Magic Podcast. To get this week's show notes, please visit www.propertymagicbook.co.uk forward slash podcast. You can contact me via LinkedIn. You can follow me on social media. And I highly recommend you subscribe to my YouTube channel to watch loads of valuable property trading for free. All of the details are available in the show notes. Until next time, invest with knowledge, invest with skill.